Welcome to Research Minutes, presented by the CPRI Knowledge Hub. I'm Bobby Newman. This week, I'm speaking with Jason Grissom, Associate Professor of Public Policy and Education from Vanderbilt University's Peabody College, about his recent study on effective school leadership. The study, titled Principal Effectiveness and Principal Turnover, examines how and why principals ultimately leave their schools and suggests some potential courses of action for districts to retain their best leaders. It was recently published in Education Finance and Policy. Jason, thank you for joining us today. Let's start with a a general overview of your study. What were you looking for? So the the main question for this study, uh, very broadly, was what can we say about the predictors of principal turnover? There's a very long body, a very large body of research on teacher turnover and what the predictors of teacher turnover are. And we know much less about what the predictors of turnover among school leaders are. And in particular, we were interested in the effectiveness of school leaders and whether or not the people who we see leaving leaving principal jobs in their schools or leaving the principalship altogether um, are more or less effective than the people who tend to stay. And so we have longitudinal data from the state of Tennessee over a handful of years that we were able were able to use to answer that question. One of the big advantages, particularly for looking at principal effectiveness and, and, and looking specifically at the relationship between effectiveness and turnover, a big advantage that Tennessee provides us uh, is that we are able to harness multiple measures of, of principal effectiveness. So we could look at observation ratings that are given as part of the evaluation system by the principal supervisor, where they, they rate principal's practice against a, an instructional leadership rubric. Um, we're also able to look at survey data from teachers, where teachers rate the quality of leadership in their buildings. And then we're able to use some student test score-based measures of principal performance as well. And so we look at how, from, from those different perspectives, how principals are performing in a given year. And then we use that to predict whether or not uh, those principals stay in their jobs or not. And then we're also able to look at other other factors, other school-level factors, like the level of poverty in the school, the you know, whether the school is an elementary school, a middle school, a high school, and so forth, and also condition on other characteristics of, of the leaders themselves to really try to provide a comprehensive look at, at leadership turnover in the state. So what are some of the characteristics you've seen in schools with high levels of principal turnover? Well, if you know anything about teacher turnover, then some of the things that we find are, are not really that surprising. So, for example, we find that turnover rates are much higher in high poverty schools among school leaders than they are in low poverty schools. We find that principals are a lot more likely to leave low achieving schools um, than they are to leave high achieving schools. And uh, one really interesting nugget that we uncovered is that turnover among principals of middle schools are a lot higher than they are of elementary schools, but also a lot higher than they are of high schools. So in our sample, about 19% of of principals of middle schools leave Mm -hmm. each year Uh, leave their jobs, whereas only about 16% of elementary or high school principals. So there's something going on in middle schools, uh, which makes uh, middle school principal turnover much more likely. One interesting, uh, another interesting factoid, at least uh, about uh, this time about something that doesn't predict differences, is that at least in Tennessee, we don't see big rural-urban differences. Suburban districts are maybe a little bit less likely to have principal turnover than urban or rural districts, but both urban and rural districts have you know, they have similarly high rates of turnover, about 18% a year. So, you know, we worry a lot about turnover among teachers in, in urban areas, at least among leaders. It, need, it, it appears uh, that we need to be worried about turnover in rural areas as well. What were some of the individual characteristics of principals that had high mobility rates? 
we found some really interesting things here, I think. One thing that we found is that there really weren't huge differences by characteristics like race and gender, which I think is is good. We do see that older principals are more likely to, to leave and uh, that's probably not surprising as principals age. Obviously, they're tending to move towards retirement. And since principals on average are older than teachers, age is going to be even more correlated with, with exits from the profession specifically for principals. Uh, it's, going to, it's going to be a larger factor for principals even than for teachers. We also found that length of tenure and length of experience tend to matter sort of similarly to the way that they matter for, uh, for teachers. It's interesting, principals tend not to leave at very high rates in their very first year, either first year as a principal or first year in their school, but there tends to be a, an uptick in turnover at the end of their second and especially at the end of their third year. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. so, so we, we thought that was, that was interesting. There's a little stickiness, in other words, right at the beginning, uh, but once you get past the first year, turnover tends to go up a bit. The other big finding since, you know, the, the main question for the paper was about the relationship between performance and turnover. And we found probably not surprisingly that that performance, the different performance measures were good predictors of, of turnover. Though we looked at observation ratings from supervisors and the evaluation system, which in Tennessee have been collected since the 2011-12 school year. And then we have those teacher survey ratings and those school growth measures. Um, and I, I just should quickly say that on the, the school growth measures, some prior work that I've done and, and work done by other people suggests that school growth measures are probably not very good measures of principals' specific contributions to the school environment. They're very, at best, you know, poor proxies of, of the principal's performance but they are a part of the principal's evaluation rating. And so we thought it was important to consider those among, among this set of performance measures. So, uh, but we found all three of those were predictive of turnover, that principals who got lower ratings from their supervisors, principals that got lower leadership ratings from their teachers and principals who got lower growth uh, in their schools, all three of those principals were more likely to turn over. The observation, among the three, the observation ratings given by the supervisor are are the best predictor. And there's even some, there's some evidence that the relationship with observation ratings might be U-shaped. So in other words, the principals who are the most likely to turn over are the ones getting the lowest observation ratings. There's also appears to be a little bit of an uptick at the high end where the principals who are getting the very highest observation ratings um, are also more likely to turn over. I think that finding points out the importance of not just considering turnover as a binary, which up until now I've been talking about turnover as a binary. You know, your turnover means I either staying in my school from one year to the next, or I turnover means I'm doing anything else. I'm not the principal in my school in the next year. And this finding was one of the ones that that made us uh, that pointed towards the importance of really thinking about pathways out for principals. That there are in fact you know different ways that a principal can turn over and they can leave the principalship altogether. They can do other things. They can stay in the principalship but move to another school in their district, or they can remain in the principalship but move to another school in another district. The other thing that this study points out that I think we had not really considered before in the literature on principal turnover is that a pretty high fraction of principals in Tennessee each year actually are demoted. In other words, they are principals in one year, and the next year when we see them in the data, they're still in the school, but they're no longer a, a principal. They're either an assistant principal or a teacher most commonly. One of the big uh, findings around effectiveness is that the, the, most, the most ineffective principals are the most likely ones to, be, uh, to fall into that demotion category. And they're also more likely to exit. Principals who get the 
the lowest ratings from their supervisors in one year are the most likely the next year either to exit or to be in another school level position that's outside the principal's office. At the other end of the spectrum, principals who are getting the highest ratings are the most likely to be promoted to central office. Um, they're also slightly more likely to exit, but the, that, that uptick on the high end is in part driven by the fact that very effective principals are more likely to move into central office leadership positions in the following year. What are the next steps for your research? We have a lot of questions about the leadership labor market in Tennessee that we're trying to draw on different data sources to try to answer. So another observation that we make looking at our data that we have uh, here in Tennessee is that the least effective leaders tend to be placed in the highest poverty schools, in the schools with the, the lowest uh, levels of achievement, and also the schools with the largest numbers of students of color. And so we're doing work right now to really try to understand why do we get this inequitable sorting? Is it, is it a turnover story? Is it a hiring story? Is it something about how leaders improve differentially in say high achieving versus low achieving schools? Um, and so working out answers to this, these questions about inequitable uh, leadership sorting we think are really important because we know a lot about inequitable sorting of teachers um, across schools or maybe even across classrooms within schools, but we know much less about sorting of leaders and we have really good data here in Tennessee to be able to examine that sorting question. What are the takeaway messages here? What about this study should interest policymakers at the state level? So I think there are a few takeaway messages here. So one thing that I think is really important to point out about, about school leaders and, and maybe what you might think of as the leadership labor market that maybe might distinguish it from the way that we think about the labor market for teachers is that, the, that school districts have a lot more control over the hiring and placement of principals than maybe even than they do for teachers. Because principals are like middle managers in the school district organization in a way. And so districts have a lot of power to think about where, what schools principals are hired into or, or where they are placed and, uh, and, and questions, uh, also questions about whether principals continue in that school from, from one year to the next. So my, my point is that we often think about the teacher labor market as being very teacher driven. Um, if a teacher wants to move, then there are lots of schools that have openings in a given year and teachers have a lot of freedom to be able to move around the system. And I think it, that's not, it's, that, that is not exactly, uh, the, the case is not exactly parallel for principals because of this middle management role um, that, they, that they serve. So we see this link between performance and turnover. So the, the people who are the, the, the lowest performers are also the, the most likely to move. And I think we should worry a lot about turnover of principals because of evidence that suggests that principal turnover tends to drive teacher turnover, for example, and that student achievement tends to dip in the years um, around a principal turnover event. What I think uh, these results suggest is that um, really for, for districts to prioritize hiring or placing effective principals in schools, particularly in ones that have large numbers of, of low income or low achieving students, really can serve to lower principal turnover rates in high needs environments because these things are connected. If, if, if districts can really think about getting their best people into the schools that need them most, those best people are, are, are more likely to, to stick. And so by extension for states, thinking about incentives that they might be able uh, to create for districts to encourage them to, to place their best into the, the schools where they need the most stable principal workforce. I think that could be, um, 
really productive, could really be helpful in driving school improvement down the line because you get uh, more effective leaders being more stable um, in environments where they really can lead improvement. The principals that are rated the most effective are more likely to be promoted to central office. And there can be some value to that for sure. And we certainly don't, we don't really look directly at, at the value um, that those high performing leaders might provide the district when they move into central office. But I do think we have to think a bit about the costs because there are costs that are associated with principal turnover. And there probably are especially costs associated with taking your most effective leaders out of building level leadership. And so presumably there are benefits to having your highest performers move into a leadership job at the central office where the impacts that they can have have a larger scope. But I think we also have to think about the potential cost side of that, that uh, there really might it might be detrimental to the schools that those leaders leave behind. And so districts should really be thinking hard about that cost benefit calculation and making decisions um, about who to hire into central office uh, leadership positions. Jason Grissom, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us about your study, Principal Effectiveness and Principal Turnover. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it as well. Thank you for listening to Research Minutes, presented by the CPRI Knowledge Hub. To share your thoughts on today's topic or to subscribe to future episodes, visit CPRIHub.org. That's C-P-R-E-Hub.org. You can also keep up with all of our education-based interviews, video series, podcasts, and other content by following CPRI Hub on Twitter. We look forward to you joining the conversation.